0: know it gets confusing they're all so different because they all just have different stuff you know like the i know um, different apps they all use different things like i know the webex one you come on like not muted <laughs> zoom you come on muted. it's
1: yeah and with weird. webex it's like there's no picture but all the professors want to see you because i guess they want to make sure you're actually there and yeah it's crazy no i know it is it's crazy it's just craziness but you know <laughs> How are you doing now that home? Yeah, I mean,
0: good. My dance classes are a little crazy because, like, you know, they want us to film us dancing. Okay. I know. Plus, we have written work. So I was like, this is just so much more work than I would have been doing if we were back.
1: Literally the same. For some of my classes, my professors are like, you have more time now, so here's more work to do. But, like, we uh, don't meet for the same, like, we meet for shorter, but it's still more work, because now it's not, I don't know, it's, it's strange. Oh, God, that's so strange. <laughs>
0: why? Why are they doing this just? <laughs> <laughs> uh And it's already crazy time. My teachers are just like, oh, you can handle this, 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 and this. And I'm like,
1: can I? <laughs> it's like, like here's more sure. work. <laughs> just Just more work and then just work. he wanted that right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was for graduation i know it's it's surreal kind of like oh graduation's not it is happening but not now like we're there but we're not i don't know
0: no that's the weirdest part it's like are we still this is still a thing mm-hmm. i hope we just do it in the fall like as if it were the spring because mm-hmm. i feel like all graduation would be beautiful,
1: you know? Yeah, and the weather wouldn't be as hot where everyone's kind of, like, sweating under their tent and... <laughs>
0: yeah, it would be nice. I think it would be nice, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know, like, I, I love the fall. The fall's my favorite season, so... And I think the fall at Wagner is specifically beautiful, so...
1: Yeah, when the leaves are changing and then it's, it's just a nice... I don't know, back to... It would be nice to be home, like, you know, kind of not yeah. what now is... <laughs>
0: now oh my clock's going off
1: it's okay <laughs> okay so I'm gonna just jump right in and I want yeah, you, so to... you want me to
0: record the this from here on out do
1: you want yeah that's fine with me
0: <laughs> I'll record okay so this should be yep it's recording
1: amazing so can you <laughs> introduce yourself and tell me a fun fact about you
0: Fun fact. Okay, so I'm Emily Marino, and a fun fact about me is that I live on the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> nice. And, yeah. Yeah,
1: nice. So I don't know if you were asked this question during freshman orientation, but I was. If you could be any utensil in the kitchen, what would you be and why? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I could be any utensil. Oh my gosh. You know what? I would probably
0: be a spork, okay. because it's got multiple uses. I feel like everyone always gets excited when they see sporks. They're like, oh my gosh, it's like a spoon and a fork.
1: Especially at Wagner when they had, like, the little plastic utensils and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is yeah, versatile. I know. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I'd be a spork, because people always get like, oh my god, it's a spork. You know? It's <laughs> true. We always put sporks. So what interested you into coming to Wagner for school?
0: Um, let's see. Well, I, uh, so I'm a theater performance major, so I was looking for something with, like, a really solid theater program. And um, I actually, I knew some students who were going there at the time, and I knew that they were very, very talented. So I was like, oh, like, let me looking into the school because they're good and I I know they're going for the theater so I, I trust their judgment on like the theater program and um
1: then I ended up auditioning and got in so
0: it was great
1: <laughs> what's your favorite class that you've taken so far well at the end of your Wagner career <laughs> my
0: favorite class oh my gosh um wow there's kind of a lot. I mean, I know that sounds so corny, but it's <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of a lot. Um, let me think about this. I'll tell you what. I think my, like, the the class that felt, like, the most, like, perfect to me, mm-hmm. besides, like, dance classes, because dance classes are always, I love dancing, just because, you know, you have to move your body. But um, I liked my musical theater performance one class because you can take musical theater performance one and musical theater performance two. Mm -hmm. And my musical theater performance one class, not that I didn't love two. It was the same teacher. But (laughs) one for some reason just was so um like it felt perfect. Every time I went there, I learned something that really like helped and really changed like how I felt about the songs that we were working on. And i really felt like i was able to very like be myself and um i i loved the the students that were in the class they were so supportive of like our performance every single time and of course everybody's so talented so getting to watch other people
1: sing and be like wild
0: all the time was great (laughs)
1: that's awesome i feel like that's such it was like a comfortable environment where you can just kind of grow and figure out who you are and who you want to be. And I feel like Wagner does that a lot in their classes and it's always good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I've definitely felt that. Yeah.
0: Cause we're so small. So like mm-hmm. everyone knows everybody and for like the better, like we're all, we become each other's family, you know? So it's nice.
1: I feel that. What's your uh, favorite role that you've performed in?
0: Overall or at Wagner? Let's do both. (laughs) Okay. So at Wagner is hands down when we did um, a little night music. I was Madame Armfeld. I was the grandmother. (laughs) So I am a 75-year-old woman in a wheelchair. (laughs) And it's really fun. (laughs) It's just cool to be an old woman. (laughs)
1: Um, overall, what's your favorite role? Is it the same one?
0: Um, I'm trying to think now. I've played some really wacky stuff in the past. Like, um, I played like the Cowardly Lion when I was really little, and um, I was—I I don't know—I did a whole bunch of like random, like guy roles. I was wednesday adams and that was kind of cool um the yeah, Adams family that was really fun i liked that a lot but i don't know maybe madame armfeld still wins because that was just so fun
1: I love that. <laughs> you know it was a great show i know like it's one of my favorites that i've seen and i've only seen like four <laughs> but oh, thank you. you a lot
0: yeah that means a lot it was so much fun so I mean I'm glad that came across that it was just a you know crazy that was a crazy show because you know plot <laughs> <laughs> That's true. with everybody running around that whole show
1: was there a moment where you were like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life like that you knew <clears throat>
0: let's
1: see um yeah probably
0: I feel like my junior year of high school, when I was, like, thinking about college, obviously, and um, meeting with guidance counselors and stuff like that, and they were just like, you know, what what are you thinking? And I was just like, you know, I really can't see myself doing much else besides being in the arts, you know, like theater and music mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, that sort of thing. I, I just can't see myself being in an office or like something like that. So I said, I have to, I think I have to go, mm-hmm. you know, for the arts. And I think that's probably when when they asked me and I was like, you know what,
1: yeah. I love that. I kind of feel like it's like a full circle type of thing because it's like in one moment, figuring out like what you want to do forever and then going to school for something where it's kind of like reaffirming like, hey, this this is it. Like, this is what I want to do. It's kind of nice to see and the impact, especially like Wagner's had. So yeah.
0: yeah, for sure. For sure. Going to Wagner was very reaffirming of that, mm-hmm. for sure. Especially being so close to the city and seeing shows and everything and really having a feeling of, I think I can do this, mm-hmm. you know?
1: So my next question for you is, what are you currently listening
0: to? Oh my gosh, so much. Um, I, I've only been listening to stuff because now I'm just chilling home. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and writing, but listening mostly. Um, Beach Bunny, I'm listening to a lot of Beach Bunny because she just had a new album that came out that I like genuinely like loved, and I can't wait for it to be like you know like nice outside and springish summer and like driving in my car blasting this new house <laughs> because it's just really good mm-hmm. um that's what I'm listening to um listening to a lot of phoebe bridgers and um brock hampton that's mm-hmm. classic love brock hampton because <laughs> um, they're always a party that's true. um I also, I mean, I used to when I was really little. I loved Demi Lovato so, so, so much, and then I like kind of strayed away a little bit. But I, she had that new song that just mm-hmm. came out. I know. You're I, it was, that. Yeah, it's like I love. What is it? I, I don't even know what it's called. But I listened to it and I was like, "You go, Demi. You go. Get back on top of your." on your game.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause she, she's always been so, so talented. So whenever she has something come out, I always give it a listen because she's such a nice, like she's got such a nice high belt. Like mm-hmm. her just, like when she performed at the Grammys, um, that song Anyone or any, yeah, Anyone, I was like, wow, that's, it was just really good. So that, um oh it's called I Loved me that's what it is Demi Lovato just found it on my phone okay that's a scroll through thing like what am I listening to I you
1: know it's a hard question it's kind of like you have to reevaluate or like pick some things to say and it's I find it interesting to see what people are listening to and it normally helps me like broaden what I should be listening to so it's great to see
0: Oh, my God, there's nothing I love more than when people send me their playlists and they're like, hey, listen to this, this, this. You would probably like it. Mm-hmm. That means that, like, they listen to me, they they know me, they know my personality, and then they send me something, and they're like, yo, just try this out. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> and I usually find stuff that I love
1: that way. So mm-hmm. love that. What is your opinion that. of streaming services like Spotify?
0: I like Spotify a lot. I think it's a great way to find new music like that without having s- someone to send you a playlist. You can mm-hmm. just be like, you know, your Discover Weekly or I had this one time and I still listen to it. Spotify made me a playlist that's just called Badass Women. <laughs> and I was like, I love that. Yeah. And that's where I found a lot of like Julian Baker and like Phoebe Bridgers and Soccer Mommy and snail mail and like mm-hmm. that kind of genre that I love, I love, 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 love. Yeah.
1: So if you can describe your sound for me in three words, what would those words be? Ooh,
0: let's see. Um nice sound. Indie um <laughs> indie sad girl. <laughs> I guess I love it. <laughs> I feel like that's the best
1: way to do it. <laughs> What's your favorite lyric that you've ever written? Oh my gosh, my favorite lyric. Uh,
0: let me think. Um, very, very emo, but I think... I wrote this lyric that was like, take a look into my eyes. Do you see you or me? Which I thought was kind of, yeah, I know, super emo, but <laughs> Love her. Love her. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, when you look into my eyes, are you thinking about how you like my eyes and how you like me as a person? Or are you thinking about how you're looking, like in my eyes with the reflection, sort
1: of a thing? Yeah, I love when they're all like so deep because it's kind of like <laughs> you get to see a story behind the original lyric. Because sometimes, like, I feel like people take things at face value all the time. There's always mm-hmm. this like underlying deeper meaning.
0: Oh man, always, always, mm-hmm. especially this album, like this um album cover and everything, too. Like, with the whole because the EP is mm-hmm. called Blue Palmarina, and that's actually. It's a long story, but it's basically based off of a painting that already exists. I know, and um, so basically, I saw this painting because it, you know, meant something to one of my friends. It was like, here, like, look at this painting because this painting it brought tears to my eyes. So I was like, oh, let me let me look at it, and I looked at it and I was like, huh am I the blue ballerina in this painting, or are you, or what, who is this blue ballerina? So, this EP is, like, my thought of who the blue ballerina is, I guess.
1: (laughs) I really like that. I kind of like how you're drawing inspiration from so many different areas, and, like, I kind of think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, about how it's, like, finding yourself and, like, defining yourself and, as you said, like, who is the Blue barrel Ballerina? So I think that's mm-hmm. pretty interesting.
0: It's a lot, because, like, this is my first, like, I mean, I've put out a single before, but this is my first, like, true, like, debut EP that mm-hmm. I'm doing. Like, this is my fu- first, like, full works. So, um... It's just exciting to kind of find my sound and find like you know the like what i want to put out what specifically like i think is me
1: mm-hmm. i kind of love you know? how like music kind of crosses boundaries in that sense because there's so many different like genres out there but at the same time like genres don't exist and then it's yeah <laughs> uh. I feel like a lot of people forget that, and they're like, oh, I'm, like, this, but at the same time, like, your lyrics might be, as you said, maybe, like, more emotional, and then, like, it's an indie sound with maybe some, like, upbeat riffs, and then you're thinking about so many different things at the same time, and it's nice to see it all, like, in this one package. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, no. For, for sure. Like, I'm listening to, like, the demos and stuff that I have out, and I'm like, I – I like I could categorize this or I could just let people listen to it and then kind of decide what they feel because I feel like I'm going to get so many different opinions on it because it's like kind of like an acoustic EP but it's also I, I don't know there's also there's so much happening in each sound so it's like like in each song there's so many different sounds happening so I, I don't know yeah you're you're so right genres are
1: not a thing anymore. <laughs> What is, um, your, what was the recording process like for it?
0: Um, okay. So the recording process was very much so like we have a week, let's get at it (laughs) and like go. So basically during this quarantine, actually, it was the first week of quarantine, like basically our spring break. Mm Um, I was like let's go so me and Morgan Brown just for a whole week locked ourselves in his apartment and we're like all right let's record and get this done so yeah so we got um we got pretty much most of it done there's like one or two more things that we need to like work on about it but um yeah no we we like literally were just like let's hit the ground running and record as much as we possibly can (laughs) and um that was that
1: it's kind of like a baby in a sense like you're watching it grow and then seeing how it's gonna take on so many new forms and i feel like it's gonna influence so many different people in the sense that like as you said like you're gonna get a bunch of different opinions on it but at the same time it's going to be how people interpret, and I always find that the most fascinating part about music. Like, everyone's going to take something a little bit differently, but it's going to stick with them in a way.
0: Oh, for sure. I love that, too. Like, everybody could hear the same song, but get, like, totally different ideas on the song, like, and the lyrics, the interpretation, Mm -hmm. you know, the vibe. Like, that's why everybody's got different tastes in music, you know? That's
1: true. But... So we have a question that our PR director, Grace, came up with. Brace yourself. (laughs) The question is, what is your opinion of releasing an artist's unreleased music after they've passed away? Should it be released or should it not? Oh, that's an interesting question. Wow. Um,
0: think I think that if you are going to release it after an artist has passed away, you have to say that they passed away and they didn't give the yes or no Mm -hmm. as to whether this should be released, but we're releasing it so that people can hear it. Mm -hmm. Because it was meant, it was written to be heard, Mm -hmm. you know, but maybe it wasn't done or maybe it didn't have the approval of the artist yet. But if you're gonna do it, release it and say it wasn't fully done, but here you go, just so that we respect the artist.
1: I know it's such a hard question because, as a fan, you always want to hear more music, but at the end of the day, the artists have been happy, and it's such a big thing that's so prominent now. Like, we saw it with like the little peep songs, we saw it with Mac Miller's album, even though they're Mm -hmm. like on very different sides of the spectrum for it. But I feel like this is a conversation people need to start to have more so and that's why we always ask this question to kind of bring it about like we brought up maybe artist wills or like putting it in a contract so it's important to kind of see and make this something that we talk about more
0: yeah for sure I mean they even released Rent without Jonathan Larson fully having finished that and that was like a big thing mm-hmm. too so, like yeah I know it's it, it, we see it in all genres of art, too, that people are like, oh, like, see this person's painting, even though they have to, you know, like, things like that. That's so
1: true. Just, yeah. If, it's a wild If you could change one thing about the music industry as it is today, what would it be and why?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, um, I think... I would change <clears throat> well okay, kind of two things, but they kind of go hand in hand. Go for it. Um yeah, so and I and we, we're seeing a shift sort of um, with um, like different body types and and different ethnicities and cultures and backgrounds like mm-hmm. being recognize and being popular like um especially in actually it was funny i was watching this last night um lady gaga's um what is it stupid love she used dancers of all different like backgrounds and like body types and you know things like that um like i i wish like that that would have started sooner like I wish that would have just always universally Mm -hmm. been accepted and the other thought that I had like furthermore like I wish women specifically in music like with the whole Me Too movement and everything I think um, I wish that would have never even been like necessary (laughs) For lack of better terms, like I wish that women in music could just always been, um, free in a sense mm-hmm. and not have like that, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: And I know to touch- it's not oh, very awesome. intelligent, but <laughs> I think, like, as you said, it's mostly a male dominated industry, and I feel like it is changing more so now because so many people are kind of speaking up for themselves and with music in general you can do that you can say like this is who i am this is who i want to be and with platforms like spotify it's definitely possible to have that now because so many people can release their own music and have the world hear it so it's kind of crazy to think that like this is where we are and where we're going to grow
0: so and that's wonderful that people can just put stuff on YouTube and Spotify mm-hmm. and Red camp and, you know, all that stuff and just let the world hear it. Like you said, that's wonderful. So like now we're exposed to so much more music than we would have been even, you know, back like 10 years ago when like MySpace was a thing, true. <laughs> you know, like this, this is awesome. I, I love it. And that's why so many people are like so many more people are putting stuff out because it's, accessible to them you know like Mm -hmm. great what's your writing process like my writing process is very much similar every time I write where I'll have a thought like a something that's happened to me or something that is just something that I'm feeling lately like a, a thought or an emotion or like a situation I'll bring that feeling of like what that feels like to have that thought or that thing that happened or that emotion, and I'll start to like screw around with chords and see like because I'm a pianist, so that that I'll start to play and be like, what does that thing sound like like on the piano? And then once I get the, like, vibe of what that, like, feels like, then I'll start to write how it feels. (laughs) Like, I'll start to, like, write lyrics to, like, that, I
1: guess. (laughs) I love that. I kind of feel like it's this connectivity factor that I personally love in music and this relatability thing where it's, like, you're going through all of these different things and other people are too and that's something so important today because like someone once told me like you could release a song now and then three years later somebody else can be going through the same thing and like your song could be the song that's like getting them through it so I think that's kind of yeah it's just something that's so remarkable today
0: yeah I love that I love it I love it more than anything else I love it when I find a song that I'm like I I feel you (laughs) like I'll I'll find a song and I'll be like wow I don't even know if I'm 100% thinking the same thing that they were thinking or Mm -hmm. like if this is what they meant even by these lyrics but this is what I get from what you're saying Mm and man that lifts me because it's just like someone else gets it exactly or they could put it into words better than I could which is like awesome I love that
1: so you mentioned you play the piano. Can you tell me how you picked that as your instrument of choice?
0: <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the piano, I've I've always played the piano. That my uh, my parents actually put me in like lessons when I was I, really really young. I want to say like like kindergarten, like real real little. Like I, I don't even know honestly. I couldn't remember. That's how long ago it was. It was too long ago for me to remember. So I think like kindergarten or preschool, I went to a music school um, or actually I took private lessons first. Then I went to a music school and then um, I just kept, kept it. Like I, I had a piano in my room, so I would just go over to the piano and just start playing. And I remember I see I'm a, I cheat because I like listening to music and then figuring it out and playing it by ear rather than sheet music. I mean, I can do sheet music. I I don't want to be a lazy artist <laughs> who's like, oh, I can't read sheet music. But um, I uh, no offense to people who do that. But <laughs> um, I uh, I just. Um, I don't know i would i would listen to music and then i'd be like can i figure this out and i'd figure it out and then i'd start singing to it because why not and then i did a variety show when i was in like fifth and sixth grade where i played and sang to so regina Spektor song also love regina so much <laughs> um and like i used to figure out like ingrid Michael songs or michaelson songs and Yeah, that's so. I just would, I started just like trying to play by ear, and then, and then, yeah, that's, and then writing started around that age.
1: That's been my journey. I kind of like respect the fact that you said like you would learn the song by listening to it. I feel like that trains your ear in a way that kind of makes people at least like better musicians in a sense because like helps with not only like hearing chords and stuff, but like pitches and trying to figure out um, if you're, like, in matching the tune, <laughs> in a sense. And I think that goes so well with, like, not only reading mu- music, but also listening to it. Because, like, um, when I listen to music, sometimes it's like, ooh, what key is this written in? Or, like, ooh, what chord progression is this? Or something mm-hmm. like that. and Or, like, you pick up on little nuances that people might not hear the first time. So it's always nice to see, like, the journey on how that comes to be.
0: Yeah, for sure, and especially with like um, musical theater bringing it back into the musical theater world. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a workshop one time, <laughs> humble brag with Nicole Fossey, <laughs> which is Bob Fossey's daughter, or right? I think yeah, no, it's, I think it's his daughter. It's um, Gwen Verdon and Bob Fossey's daughter, right? And she um, was like, when you're listening to music mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. you should be trying to pick out all the different parts like you should be hearing like if there's an oboe just listen to the oboe line by itself if there's like listen to the drums just listen to the drums and like Mm -hmm. then just listen to the piano just listen to the violins like and then when that all comes together see how they like are in conversation with each other like Mm -hmm. see you know who's got the lead and who's just like the rhythm or percussion section you know like try to like Listen to every single part of the song because you'll get so much more out of the song by like training your ear to listen to different parts, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool, you know. <clears throat> so,
1: the cool song. I love how you said it was kind of like this conversation because I'm obviously like in instrumental music, you can hear it more so, but even with um songs where people are singing or anything like that the lyrics and the melodies are one layer and then you kind of have the bass line and then the guitar part or the piano part and then the drums they all kind of have like sprinkle in these different little nuances and these different parts that kind of just make it a full sounding like i want to find the right word for this like a full sounding i don't know it's just kind of like this amazing thing that happens because everyone else is kind of sometimes like one part is better, but they all play a role that makes it what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's hard especially when you're recording because you're like,
0: what do I even hear with this? Mm-hmm. So, like, <clears throat> the whole idea of like producing music is that you're like, well, like I said, this album or EP is kind of like, like, it's kind of acoustic, kind of not, because it's like, just me and piano and then little other tiny things like Mm -hmm. little added here and there like guitar or like sounds or like (laughs) ambience or like like things like that so yeah i um i feel you on the different like noises you have to follow Mm -hmm. And and it's hard, it's hard when you're creating because you're like, like I said, what do I hear with this? What's the best way that Mm -hmm. this like song or moment will sound, you know?
1: It's kind of like that stripped and raw where it's just this letting things be what they are and hearing them for what they are supposed to be.
0: Yeah, and I love raw music. I love it. Like I'm the type of person that wants the whole album to be a ballad. (laughs) but i think i think it's interesting like i've I've been trying to add to it rather than just doing me and piano although i love that sound of just a set like a voice and an instrument and love that's my favorite thing is just a voice and an instrument but i've been challenging myself to try to add to it just so like harmonies or like, things that um, I can't do just when it's just me and my piano, you know? Mm-hmm. Which has been my challenge for this album.
1: What musicians inspire you to be a better musician?
0: Oh, it's going to sound cheesy. I'm ready. <laughs> my brother.
1: Aww, so cute. <laughs> yeah.
0: My brother <clears throat> has his master's in music. Um, composition and and, um, he's always been like the musician of the household you know what I mean like I've always been like like I've always loved playing and I've always loved singing and writing always loved that but my brother was the one who even inspired me to do that at all because he had his bands and his you know his band practice coming like all his friends would be in the basement like my basement is just like a music den which is I love it, but (laughs) it was always his, like, den until, you know, when he moved out, and then I was like, you know what, my den, my den now, (laughs) so, um, yeah, he inspired me, because he, and he still um, is, um, like, a, a music composer, like, he, he'll do, like, full orchestrations, and things like that, yeah, that's, that, it's, it's really cool, he'll, like, have a full, like, like orchestra or like a small orchestra doing like his music that he'll he'll write for like commercials and like stuff like that like um it's hard to explain but he's a music composition major so he's always had that <laughs> you
1: know I love asking this question because I feel like it doesn't have to be somebody who is quote-unquote famous to influence you in that way and I think that you having your brother there kind of will push you in a sense that like you want to get better, not just for you, but for your family and for everyone else that's going to be touched by your songs. So, yeah.
0: yeah, that's definitely true. Thank you.
1: So um, my last question for you is what are your goals for 2020?
0: Oh my gosh. Let's see. 2020. Well, well, I'm excited for this album release, this EP release. So that's a goal because that in itself, I'm like, let's set this date and let's release it, which is going to be sometime around Easter. So that's the goal because that, because we're still mixing and mastering and, you know, putting finishing touches on everything. Um, So that's one. I think two is... (laughs) <laughs> to make this coronavirus go away. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yes. Awful, but I mean, two is to get everybody healthy and back to, you know, normal. Normal. Yeah. yeah. Um. But personal, I guess, is to keep writing music and actually start my after this EP is done, start my album, that it's going (laughs) to, yeah, so that's another goal is to start working on that, and um, just keep being creative, especially in a time like this, where we have so much time to write, and to, you know, you know, do so many other creative things, like, (laughs) I don't know, just The school just had us download, um, if we wanted it, from Adobe Photoshop. So I've been, like, yeah, I've been taking advantage of Photoshop and Premiere and Mm -hmm. trying to, yeah, like, work on that. And, yeah, so get better at those programs and stay creative.
1: I feel like creativity is going to be the driving force of this whole thing. Just pushing forward. For sure. It's the one, like, good thing –
0: I mean, good about this, that, like, we have this time now, so all of the, Mm -hmm. you know, times when I said, oh, if only I had time, I would, you Mm -hmm. know, X, Y, Z, now I have that time, so it's time to start doing X, Y, Z, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that, and I really appreciate you speaking with me. I had a lot of fun. This one was great, (laughs) so thank you. I mean, I had a lot of fun, too. It's so nice thank to talk you're... to somebody, like, from Wagner, same age, and kind of just seeing what the future is going to hold and what your art's all about, so thank you. Thank you,
0: Janine. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you doing this for me.
1: Of course. I'm so excited, and we will, of course, as always, plug your EP when it comes out, so.
0: <laughs> so we'll see that around Easter. We'll see, you know.
1: Can't wait to get you airtime. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Okay. I hope you had the great rest of your day, and I will yeah. send you everything when it's done.
0: Great. Thank you. I'll see you later. Bye. Emily.
1: Bye. How do I might leave the Zoom? <laughs> I don't know how to leave. <laughs>